We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. All right, here we go. Salute to Knicks Nation on this Sunday night. Another edition of Knicks Weekly, episode 53. And on tonight's show, we will recap the week that was for the orange and blue. Oh, and three. The Knicks are sliding. How do they bounce back? We're going to talk about that tonight. Plus, the Mavericks are sliding. The Mavs tank is on a free fall. We're going to talk about why that could hurt the Knicks draft this year. Stay tuned on that. Jeff Van Gundy talks Julius Randle. We're going to get into that. Plus, the winner of the authentic Jalen Brunson jersey giveaway Mm. celebrating 60K for Knicks Fan TV will be revealed tonight. So you're going to want to stay to the end of the show to find out if you won, man. Knicks Weekly presented by Manscaped. Episode 53, CPU Franchise, Alex Retaurus, the Tratacaster on the ones and twos. Lock in. Salute to our channel members. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Hit that share button and hit that subscribe button. Al, how you feeling, man? How was your weekend, bro? Yeah, it was all right. Instead, uh, it was all right. Could have been better. Yeah. Most of my Friday uh, was spent in the vet from 5 p.m. until until 1 a.m. Damn, what happened, bro? So my little cat, she decided to eat a skewer. Just bite up into pieces. She decided to eat a skewer. A wooden one. A wooden one because it was in a sandwich, had some chicken flavor on it, and she ate it. Oh, wow. So then we rush her to the ER, right? We're there. We're we're in the ER. We're waiting. We're sitting around. Doctor comes out within an hour or the vet, whatever whatever you want to call them. Take the, do the x-rays, whatnot. They don't find any skewer in there. But they said, we have to now do an endoscopy in order to see if it's in there. So you already know where this vet bill is going. Yeah. So they do that. We get the text two to three hours later saying, hey, uh, it's no skewer, but your cat ate nine. I repeat, nine 
hair scrunchies. Oh, man. Oh, so, man. So, the, they were, are six, they remove all nine hair scrunchies successfully. Yeah. And I don't get home and get to sleep until 1 a.m. And then we have to go back at 4 a.m. Because this cat is now, sounds like she can't breathe properly. And they're like, no, 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 no. It's, it's, you know, this is just what happens after this. So, just give it a couple days. Yeah. So, the cat is now starting to do better. My sleep cycle's messed up. But, hey, oh. man. That's my hey. weekend. All, all for the love of the game, my man. Damn. That yeah. is that. How is was your wild, weekend? Man. Uh, weekend was good, man. I was, I was down in Austin, Texas. I was, yeah, I was down in Austin, Texas uh, for homies bachelor party, man. So I was out there doing the damn thing uh, with the homies, man. Haven't caught up with them for a little while. So nice. it was nice. It was nice to explore. I've never been to Austin before. I'm always in H-Town, or I used to be, rather. Uh, so it was a new, new area uh, of Texas to explore. It was nice. Nice little little college town, you mm. know, a lot of bars and restaurants and whatnot. A lot of food trucks. The food was good. Okay. Yeah, got some good barbecue as well. Nice. So it was good. Yeah, weather was good. Can't can't complain, man. Can't complain. Nice. So shout out to uh shout out to Austin and uh anyone who's down there, lived there, went to college there, whatever the case may be. So anyway, back to these Knicks, man. Back to these Knicks. 0-3 this past week. You saw the uh, Julius Randle 57-point eruption in Madison Square Garden only to see the Knicks lose that game to the Timberwolves without Anthony Edwards, without Carl Anthony Towns, uh, giving up 58% from downtown. Then they head into Miami for a showdown with the Heat, a game with Eastern Conference seating on the line. And they put up another dud, man. And once again, give up 58% from downtown. On a back-to-back night going into Orlando, they lose Jalen Brunson to a sprained hand. You have the Randall uh, incident. And they give up 36 points in the fourth quarter to the Orlando Magic. Are you concerned at this moment in time? Uh, when we don't have Jalen Brunson? Yes, I am. I, as I said... On the post game show with Chris, I'm starting to get a little concerned. When I walk it back from uh, inside, I'm still outside. Mm, okay, I'm, all right. Are you, are you, I'm still outside. Uh, all right, just know that. Okay, but I am starting to get slightly concerned. Okay, yeah. I will say that. But it all depends on the health of Jalen Brunson. Jalen mm-hmm. Brunson's healthy. You know, I'll be I'll be happy. Yeah, but we got to keep struggling without Jalen Brunson, or keep trucking along, I should say, without Jalen Brunson. Then uh, things are going to get start, start to get cold pretty quickly. Mm. So you're saying you, there is a chance you may come back inside. I mean, I'll, I'll leave the door open for you, bro. Like, you know, you're my guy, bro. You know, I'm not going to leave the you out. Know, I'm, like, I'm telling you, man, out, it all depends on the health of Jalen Brunson right now. But if Jalen Brunson's healthy, healthy, still outside, man, still chilling. Yeah. What about what about you guys in the chat, man? On a scale of uh, one to five, one being uh, not concerned, five being very concerned. How are you guys feeling, man? Three-game mm. losing streak. They're still in fifth, still in fifth place in the East. Um, and, and we'll, we'll talk about the, the playoff seating. I think for me, a couple of things. Yes, the Brunson injury is, is concerning. Both the foot and now it's a hand injury. Now, the Knicks are saying that he's questionable for tomorrow for Monday's game against the Rockets. We'll see if he comes back there. But his health is critical to the success yeah. of this team. Yeah, Stevie Wonder could see it. His health is critical to the success of this team going into the postseason. Three weeks left until playoff time. 
and they need to make sure that he is as close to 100%. Now, around this time, everybody's banged up. Everybody's got some nicks. But like I said, between the foot and now the hand, it's going to be interesting to see, do they rest him on Monday against the Rockets to get him ready for the Heat and a big matchup against the Cavs? Does he come back on Monday against the Rockets at home? Because his absence... I think obviously it it, it put more it puts more on everybody it puts more on Julius puts more on RJ puts more on IQ to deliver they've had some struggles there and he's a big part of of what they do now the defense has to tighten up no question about it they gave up fifty eight percent from three I think those are more aberrations than the norm right you you, you have to expect things will come back to the mean a little bit, but they still have to tighten up defensively, especially their three-point For defense. For sure. It still has to tighten up. But if you look at uh, you, you look at the Heat and the Timberwolves, two of the worst three-point shooting teams in the league, to me, those are kind of outliers. I don't expect that to be the norm, but nevertheless, they need to tighten up. And you're giving up 36 points in the fourth quarter to the Magic. You can't have that. So am I concerned one to five? I'd say a three. I'm about halfway. 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 I think team, teams go through their lows, man. Teams go through their rough spots. They go through those tough stretches. Maybe they are looking ahead to, to the playoffs and, and kind of took their foot off the gas a little bit after, after getting back from the West Coast trip. They did have a great game against the Nuggets, mm-hmm. you know, the week before that. They did have a great win against the Nuggets, but seemed to have, have let go of things a little bit, so they got to tighten up. Yeah, and look, they came back against the Trailblazers when they were down too. So it was that that was in the same week, right? And they beat the Lakers. They went on a yeah. three-game winning streak. Now they went on a three go back on a three-game losing streak when they just had one prior to their three-game winning streak, right? And these teams go up and down in performances. I'm at probably a two and a half. Okay. Am I concerned? Um, but like you said, teams go through their ups and downs. They can easily right the ship, get back on a winning streak as long as they beat the Houston Rockets. But my concern is, man, is that when you don't have Jalen Brunson, I expect everyone to pick it back up. And we've seen them do that throughout this entire season. When Jalen Brunson misses an entire game, this team is five and five. It's a mixed bag, five and five, but they've been five and five. When he if you include the Kings game, they're five and six. Yeah. All right. Because he played half, missed the second half, they're five and six. I want to see this team more composed and continue to play play the same style of basketball when he's on the court. Now, that's a big ask. I'm not asking someone to go out there and be Jalen Brunson. Mm -hmm. That would be Emmanuel quickly. But I'm looking for him to do similar things, which is get into the teeth of the defense, facilitate well, and knock down timely shots. And then I also expect everyone else to rise their game when they don't have their number one option out there. That means R.J. Barrett. Grimes did that the last two games. and But the guy who I'm looking at, first and foremost, when Brunson goes down, is Julius Randle. Mm. And seeing him lose it, I get it, man. You're not getting calls. Some of these are blatant calls that you should have gotten, like being hit in the air, all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're not getting them. You still get to the line most of the time, though, throughout the regular, se- regular season. You're still up there. But it comes down to the composure and just how do you communicate with the refs? I said this on the postgame show. No one wants to hear someone barking at you, mm-hmm, all right? Mm-hmm. No one wants someone in your face. Like, if I start getting into your face, like, yo, man, what are you doing? You'd be like, yo, man, I don't even want to talk to you right now. Why are you coming at me hostile? Mm-hmm. You got to learn to talk to the refs. Like, put the arm around them. Like, hey, man, 
what, what, what's going on here? Why, mm-hmm. why, am I, why am I not getting this foul? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just be a little more pleasant when you're talking to a ref. That's a skill that he's got to learn, all right? But the other thing is just being composed because you're going to need him in the playoffs. Yeah. You, you hit it on the head. They, they are going to need him in the playoffs. Um, but they've been a resilient group. And I, I, that's why I'm not overly concerned. It is a three-game rut, but they've shown over this whole season that when they get into the, these little holes, they find a way to dig themselves out. Now, Stefan Bondi of the Daily News says that Jalen Brunson uh, practicing full today. So, looks like he should be ready to go against the Rockets. He did practice in full. Wasn't available for the media. Uh, neither was Julius Randle, but uh, they said that he think, did go through practice today. Yep. Do you, would, do you want Brunson to play tomorrow, or would you rather have another day of rest to finish off the season? Look, I would say I would love another day of rest, but they, as you see with what happened against Minnesota, they can't afford it. <laughs> they, they cannot afford it. I think they need a, as much good goodwill or, or they need to start feeling good about themselves. I don't think they could afford it. They're only two games up on the Heat and the Nets for that fifth spot. You can't look past any opponent. Minnesota came into the Garden last week and embarrassed them. Mm-hmm. without their top guys. Houston's a young team, young scrappers. They got nothing to lose. You got to figure that they, they'll, they'll be competitive. I think they got to play him. If he's, if he's able to go, they need him. They got to get wins because then, now you have a big test Wednesday again, the final matchup of the regular season against the Miami Heat. That could be huge. Don't forget Friday. That's Cleveland Friday, Cavaliers. And then Friday, a potential playoff preview. Against the Cleveland Cavaliers, I think I think they have to play him, man. Yeah, earlier today I was thinking I would like him to rest and get another day off, just because this team should should be able to Houston be that's able to I'm defeat saying. the Houston Rockets. But they should have done that against the Orlando Magic too. Although that's a scrappy team, and I knew that going, I knew that I knew that was not going to be an easy game because that team plays with a lot of pride, right? And when you go back and look at the game earlier where they played Houston when they were without Brunson, when they were without RJ. You know, you had some major performances from Julius. He dropped 35 points, got you 12 rebounds, six assists that game. Quickly had another major performance then, too. He got 27 points, five rebounds, seven assists. And you also got a big performance from Grimes, 19 points, two rebounds, two assists, two steals, okay? And I'm looking at that, and I'm like, could they replicate it again? And I don't even want to take that chance. The more and more I thought about today, I don't want to take that chance because you're now seeing my uh, was Brooklyn Walls today, right? Even though they beat Miami yesterday, yeah. And the fifth seed is just if you want that fifth seed, you need everyone out there playing to close off the season right now to make sure, and then you can get your rest from the 11th to the 15th from when the playoffs start in April. Yeah, true, true indeed, man. It's it's gonna be tough, but if, if he's ready to go, they're gonna need him, man. They're definitely going to need him. Here was Tibbs on the state of the team and also a little bit on Julius Randle, man. So let's everybody in the chat once again hit that thumbs up, thumbs up button for you boys. Here's Tibbs. Yeah, it's just right now, like our team is just we're, we're out of sorts. And so you have to pull together when you, you go through rough times. And, you know, you get into things together, you get out of things together. So it's just we have to do it, do everything a lot better. And we have to be committed to doing it as a team. 
Uh, there's going to be ups and downs that we have to navigate. Everyone does. Um, and we can't lose sight of, you know, what we're trying to get accomplished. Yeah, you know, like you, you have to, there's emotion involved. So you, you know, you want the emotion to get out of it. And then you, you know, sometimes we, when you talk, you, it clears the air. So that's good, you know, but you also don't want, you know, you allow for idiosyncrasies as long as it doesn't get in the way of winning. You know, nothing can get in the way of winning. That The team always has to come first. And so um, everyone's responsible for that. All right, so that was tips. This is team's in a little bit of a rut right now, man. Just got to dig their way out of it. And he spoke on the Julius situation. Says these things happen, but it can't get in the way of winning. Now, Tibbs' counterpart, the great Jeff Van Gundy, Al, mm. was interviewed by the, uh, the New York Post on the Julius Randle situation, the meltdown in Orlando, uh, with Ian quickly getting into it. And here's what Jeff Van Gundy had to say. He says, uh, emotion and passion lead to better play, but a lack of emotional control and poise lead to lesser play. To play well in the playoffs, to play well in hard-fought, highly contested close games, ultimately you have to have your best players have a level of poise that leads them to be able to play through rough patches of games or a tough loss in the playoff series and to bounce back. Poise is so very critical to be able to handle late game pressurized situations. Your thoughts on that? He ain't wrong. You yeah. need poise when it comes down to the playoffs, man. And there's been a lot of discourse on the whole Julius Randle yeah. thing. And I think a lot of it's getting confused on talking about what we're we talking about, his talent, how do we feel about him as a person and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like it's all getting thrown into one pot without it really being extracted, really put into some context. And the thing is, is that it comes down to this. He's got to maintain that energy okay, that he's putting out there. It's not throwing it right back at your teammate. It's not throwing it back at the coaches. All right. It's not attacking the refs. It's you got to understand the moment. You're not trying to hurt your team. You cannot hurt your team. Every single point counts, especially when you're down. Every point's going to count in the playoffs. It's going to slow down. You're not going to get a lot of calls. And I think that what, what Van Gundy said and what even Han tweeted out and others have tweeted out, and even you, even you said on SNY recently, it's that you got to channel that energy and put it right back on the court and punish your opponent. Is not losing it and being upset that you're not getting the call. How do you take that energy and throw it right back at your opponent? And that's what yeah. some great, that's what great players do. And I, I, you know, even had Patrick Ewing clips running around how he was yelling at teammates. Oh, was not there on Twitter today. Could we and it's stop like, it's, doing that? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'll, I'll get like, to that. I get what you're trying to say. I get what you're trying to say. Like everyone does this. Yes, we get it. It is sports. Everyone does this, but you also give leeway to guys for how far they've taken you too. And where they are at the, in their careers. Yeah. Julius still has a lot to prove. This doesn't mean he's a bad player. This doesn't mean he doesn't have talent. But he has to be better about it because we even saw it earlier this year. It was against the Kings. He got thrown out. He got ejected. You can't put your team in a, in a position where you could cost them the game. Mm-hmm. Nick still won. But you just can't do that. Um, yeah. 
I went on I went on Begley's show, Ian Begley's show on on Friday, and we talked about it. And this this was essentially exactly what I was saying. And I caught a lot of heat for it, which is which is fine. But then what do you know? My my coach, Jeff Van Gundy, comes out and validates everything. So don't take it from me. Take it from a coach who's coached in the game, who's coached in the trenches with some of the best to ever play. This is is a simple point that I'm making, simple and plain. You got to have poise. Disagreements happen. Heated moments happen on benches. We've seen it all over the NBA. We see it in sports. It's part of life. You're going to get into it with people that you love. You're going to get into it with with people that you're close with because you all want to achieve a common goal. It happens at work. It happens at life, right? But you Mm got to have poise. You have to have poise in a big moment because you can't let these things, what, what we see with Julius a lot of times is that these things take him off of his game. He, he gets thrown off his square. And no, it didn't happen in the Orlando game, but it could happen in the playoffs. That's, all, that's the only point. That is the only point. And then, you know, these, these, these people on Twitter, the, whoever's throwing around the Patrick Ewan thing, that has to be a kid who doesn't understand who doesn't understand who Patrick Ewing was. You, you know what I'm saying? Just because it happened in the 90s, these guys got into it. These guys also were able to play through adversity. They were also able to handle pressure. Um, don't, don't compare him to Draymond Green. Draymond Green is a winner. He's won four championships. Like all these people that all these people that they were trying to compare Julius to, like he's not those people. The Warriors allow Draymond Green's theatrics and antics because he's a superstar in his role, a superstar in the NBA, a superstar in his role in terms of how important he is to that team. So they allow the theatrics. They allowed him to discipline himself after the Jordan Poole situation because they know who he is to that team and how important he is to that team. Because when it comes time to deliver, he's going to do so. I mean, I think that's the point right there. Yeah. Is that when he's, you, you know what he has done. Yeah. You know what he's accomplished in the NBA. For Randall, he hasn't. And to be fair, it's honest to have, like, if you want to say that it brings back old memories because the last season when you start seeing him, you know, get into a teammate's face, get all agitated. Or just start to like lose it because we saw all that last season. And not saying like we really care, like that it hurts us or impacts us personally. But when you see it all throughout last season and you see that this team underachieved last year and that when the pressure was on him the first time when they went to the playoffs to play the Atlanta Hawks, you have some pause. And there's and rightfully so. If you want to say, if if someone wants to tell me saying, hey, I want to put that all behind it because that team wasn't better when they made the playoffs. I want to put it all behind him because for most of the season, he played well. You know, he hasn't had that many outbursts, and it's only been a, a couple of times. And you say, I actually, I can give Julius a little bit more leeway going to the playoffs because I think he will perform, considering he doesn't have to be the only guy. I'll hear you on that. But I don't think it's, it's so off base to have some concern because things that you cannot account for in the playoffs is health. And yeah. you, ho- like you see Jalen Brunson again nicked up right now. And I, if he's healthy, I'm not going to be that concerned. But if he's not, if he has to miss a game, right? 
and this is just like worst case scenario, I'm going to have some concerns because it's not going to be easy. Yeah. You're not going to have another player out there that attracts double and triple teams, which makes it easier for Randall. That's my concerns, man. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A valid, valid concerns, man. There was a lot of water carrying, and uh, and uh, <laughs> it was just a lot of uh, interesting takes on the whole thing on Friday. Um, but either way, it is what it is. We'll, we'll see what happens going forward, and and you hope he he responds well. Uh, as we said, if we take a look at the uh, the Eastern Conference standings, so to everybody in the chat once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Take a look at the Eastern Conference standings. Let me just pull it up. Knicks are 42 and 33. Eight games remaining and uh, two games up. Two games up on the Nets. Two games up on the Miami Heat with eight games to go. Um, an important game against the Miami Heat this Wednesday. How are you feeling, man? Can they hold it? Can they hold on to, the, to number five? Can they hold on to number five? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I think they can. I'm confident that they can. If we get Brunson back. I'm not concerned, to be honest with you. I think they'll figure it out. I think they'll tighten it up. I think these three days off is much needed rest for this team to get back on track. I think losing three in a row uh, is not sitting with the team well, mm-hmm. considering how competitive these guys are. You looking at you got to have that your calendar circle for the Houston Rockets. You know that this is a young team; they're not well experienced. They're going through their own issues. Okay, that doesn't mean it's going to be easy one. This is the same team that that sh- that shook Boston and yeah. beat them not too long ago. But you got to go in there prepared, play your best game, and compete. And if Brunson's there for that, I think he's going to steer that ship and just say we're not losing this one. Right. So. If he's back, I'm not. I'm not concerned. Yeah. If, if he's out, I shouldn't be. 
but I am. Yeah. <laughs> if he's out. If he's back, they should be able to hold it down. Uh, as you said, they have Houston, then Miami, then Cleveland. The Miami-Cleveland games are going to be tough. Then home against Washington. That's always been a tough matchup for the Knicks. And then they finish on the road at Indiana, at New Orleans, and then home against Indiana. We look at Miami's schedule. Now, all these strength of schedules are, are kind of around the same. Miami has their in Toronto. Then they travel here to New York. So back-to-back road games for the Heat. Home against a reeling Dallas Mavericks team. At Detroit. At Philly. At Washington. And then finish versus Orlando. So Miami's schedule, not too tough right now. You know, the Philly, our game, the Philly game, yes, the Toronto games will be tough, but Miami's got a little, uh, a, a not not easy schedule, but uh, not too difficult either. Now, they did get worked by the Nets on Saturday by 29 points. We'll see how they rebound there. Let's take a look at the Nets' remaining schedule. They have Houston on Wednesday. Then uh, Atlanta, Utah, Minnesota, Detroit, Orlando, Philly. So, we'll see. Question is, which Nets team... Do you, you, don't, you don't really know who this Nets team is, right? They'll win a couple, and then they, then they just lost, what was it, six out of their last they lost seven? Today against the, yeah, and they lost to Orlando. They, lost to, they, beat, they beat Miami by 29 points, and they lose to Orlando. You just don't know which Nets team is going to show up, and will they be consistent? So uh, it's got to be interesting, babe. They're definitely going to be interesting, but I'm with you. I think if, if Brunson does play, I think we we should be okay in terms of holding that down. Cleveland already clinched number four. Mm-hmm. But could number three be in their sights? They're only two games in back of Philadelphia for three. That's interesting to look at because if you're the Knicks, if you want Cleveland, do you, do you then care about getting six? Yeah, right. <laughs> if right. they go to three. Right. <laughs> No, look, I think they're gonna try to win at every game. Nah, you gotta go out there and win. I, I, I don't like that. I don't like that cute game of like, oh no, we're gonna drop. No, because sometimes that does not work. No, no, not not at all. So that that is that in terms of the remaining schedules for those three teams. How about Quentin Grimes, Al? In, In a in what was a bad week for the Knicks, Quentin Grimes certainly had himself a good week. Only he only had one shot in the Minnesota game, which came in the second half of the game. But he started to to get it popping in Miami, seven to twelve from the field, six to ten from downtown, twenty two points was nowhere to be found in the fourth quarter. Against Orlando, ten of eighteen from the field, five of ten from downtown, six assists for Quentin Grimes, along with three steals, twenty five points. Man, mm-hmm. what what you think about the, the the Grimes outburst this this past week? I love it. You're gonna need it. <laughs> Yeah. He's another guy, man. You, you're going to need it. And in his uh, post game, he was just talking about being aggressive. You know, quickly just mentioned he's got to play his game to stay aggressive. And we haven't really seen that from Quentin Grimes the last couple of weeks, even the past couple of months for it seems like he's just been too tentative out there. He either decides to drive and then pass instead of looking to finish around the rim. He's not looking to put up the three when he has a clear open shot. He's looking to drive instead. He's just been in, in between in his own head. So it's nice to see him get back on track. But the question for me is, like, when Brunson comes back, because it's 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 nice to see that without Brunson, he can he can play well. He played well even with Brunson. It's just 
will he one get the minutes in the fourth quarter if he's going, which yeah. he did against Orlando. He yeah. did get the minutes. And I don't know if that was because Brunson wasn't there or because Tibbs was like, all right, he's playing well. I got I to gotta use him anyway. Mm-hmm. But it's also with Brunson back, is he going to still be able to find that rhythm? And I know he did so against Miami. I get that. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like, it just feels like with Josh Hart here, it's just too crowded. And it seems like it's a little difficult for him to get into some sort of rhythm. So I'm just wondering if that's, you know, is, is, that just, is this just like a one-time thing? Are we going to get him to get into some rhythm again? So I'm wondering about that. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because with, with Brunson, Julius, and RJ, it's hard for Grimes to get his shots consistently. So you do wonder about the rhythm, even though it was there against the Miami game, in the Miami game. And then without Brunson, he's, he typically, or like usually when Brunson and RJ aren't playing, he typically has more output. And then those usually lead to good things. Um, so it was just great to see him get his shot going in those last two games. You hope it continues because they're going to need him. They're going to need him. And if they play a Cleveland team who uh, is, is a great protector of the paint, they got two shot blockers, they have a Mobley defensive player of the year candidate with Jared Allen, and they're going to try to keep this Nick team out of the paint, which is, which is the number one strength of this team, that means you're going to be out there on the perimeter, which means you're going to have to knock down shots. And so for Grimes, he's going to be a key. He's going to be a key for this team, man, in the, in the playoffs. They're going to have to look for him. And uh, not only for his shooting prowess, but his ability to, again, put the ball on the floor. And you just hope that he, he's able to make good decisions under duress when he's attacking the closeouts to, to keep the offense moving. Because in the half court against this Cleveland team, it's not going to be easy, man. They're, they're going to need him. And they're going to need his spacing and his ability to uh, move without the ball and also and also keep the ball moving. I, I think Quentin Grimes is going to be um, a big piece if the Knicks are going to be successful in the postseason. Yeah, and I think the, the last part that you said, the passing, the connect, he's a connector too, right? And I feel like we haven't really seen that because as much, and I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's because he doesn't get enough shots up or it's because he's just been in between, but we haven't really seen him be that connector over the last couple of weeks either. And I wonder if that's just because he's just out of rhythm in his in his own head. Yeah. Yeah, de- definitely left to be seen, man. But shout out to Q Dot Activated. Shout out to Quentin Grimes, man. Um, let's take it back to the Tankathon now because a couple weeks oh, ago, man. a couple weeks ago, we were looking at this thing gleefully. Oh, yeah, we were jumping around. We were joyful. We were jumping out the window saying, hey, look, the Knicks can make the playoffs. And on top of that, be sitting pretty in the draft. Well, not so fast, folks, because the Dallas Mavericks are reeling, absolutely reeling right now, having lost back-to-back games in Charlotte against the Dennis Smith Jr.-led Charlotte Hornets. The Mavericks are reeling right now. They've lost four in a row. And that Knicks pick, which is a top 10 protected pick from the Mavs, is now sitting at 10. Mm. At 10. Not only that, Al, Luka Doncic in in Sunday's loss against the Hornets picked up his 16th technical foul. Oh, wow. And what does that mean? That means in their game, they play back-to-back games. They'll have a game on Monday against the Pacers. He won't be there. That's crazy. He will not be there. 
So there is a chance that this pick stays in the top 10 and does not convey. Now, what is what happens there? A lot of people asking what happens if the Knicks don't get that pick this year. It'll be top 10. It'll, it'll get rolled over to next year and be top 10 protected again. And if that pick does not convey, then it'll turn into two second-round picks in 2025. So this thing could go in the Knicks' favor and be you know, the 11th pick, the 12th pick, 13, or nothing at all, man. Nothing at all. What's your take? Crazy. I just I feel like the Mavs can't let this happen, right? Just because you traded to get Kyrie Irving. Yeah. And now you're going to tell me you have Kyrie Irving with Luka Doncic. And you're going to tell the superstar that you drafted, that you extended, we're going to tank. And we don't even know if Kyrie's going to stick around next season. Mm. And this is not even what you're doing. If you're showing Kyrie this product right now, why would he even want to stay? Now you're going to say, hey, we're going to... We get a top draft pick. He may be good as soon as he walks through those doors. Don't know. No idea. And this is the mm. roster we got moving forward. That's crazy. Mm. I, I hope, that I, I hope obviously, for Nick's purposes, the Mavs can make the play-in because then it's a better shot of getting out of the top 10. Yeah. But not liking where they are right now, man. Not liking where they are right now. Let's see, did OKC win today? That's the bigger question. Did they win? They did win. Mm-hmm. OKC trying to get, gain some ground right now. They're a game up on Dallas Mavericks, as well are the as well as the Lakers, even though they lost today. But you need those two, one of those two teams to to start falling and Dallas to start winning again, so that we can secure that pick. Yeah, get, got to man, got to. Uh, Dallas is seven and thirteen since they acquired Kyrie Irving. Six and nine when Irving actually plays. Where have they been since when they acquired Irving? <laughs> They're seven and 13 since they picked up Kyrie. Six wow. and nine when he actually plays. And three and eight with both Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving in three the starting eight. lineup. Three and eight. Three and wow. eight. So now things, and now after Friday's loss against, against Charlotte, Luka Doncic came out and talked about He's going through personal issues, saying that the game is no longer fun. He used to be able mm. to have fun out there. Now he's going through things. He's not having fun. He's not himself. Things are, things, things are reeling over there in Dallas, man. Things are reeling over there. It's, it's very interesting um, because we, we don't know what the personal thing is, and, and that's fine. But if you look at it, you have an organization. They're in trouble now. They are in trouble to keep this kid and keep him happy. The Porzingis thing didn't work. He got Porzingis up out of there. They lose Brunson, which is a big mistake. They get rid of their best defender and some of their good role players while they were in playoff contention for a blockbuster trade for Kyrie that is blowing up in their face. There's a great chance Kyrie doesn't stay there next year. And they don't know if they're going to have a pick. Their first-round pick could be ours. They're they're in a tough spot, man. They are in a tough spot. If that happens, if Kyrie leaves and we get that pick, 
my goodness gracious. Um, I will, I will be laughing to kingdom come because I just remember the days of having Mark Cuban on ESPN and be like, how does it feel to swindle the Knicks? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Get cooked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get cooked. What? I don't I just, if, if I'm Luca, why am I staying? What, right. what have you done? Right. What a disaster. What a disaster. And, and look, I, I think he's, he's feeling the pressure and he's, he's feeling that adversity now. 23 years old, bro. He's got the whole franchise on his back. Got booed. Got, got booed at home. Yeah. And you got paid. Like, got paid. The thing is, man, it's one thing when you don't get paid and you're, and you're playing well. Once you get paid and you're considered that guy, you got to perform like that guy. And, you know, there's been yeah. the whole conversation of whether he comes into the season in great shape and all the other things. And so that's all going to mount on him. For a young player, but even though he's a young player, he's considered very seasoned because he played in a men's league, right? Right. You know, back in his home country. So, right. right. For him, he was ready when he came over to the NBA. But if I'm Dallas, and this is happening, you got you got to be kicking yourself because you let Brunson. You could have had everything hunky dory, but you let Brunson walk out that door. You'd even give him an offer. Yeah. Oof. Boy, oh boy. So the question is, how many years until he requests a trade to the Knicks? Uh, could be next season. <laughs> mm, okay. Something to keep question an eye is, on. Does Brunson say, yo, when you come here, though, this is my team. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, this is my team. That would be hilarious. Just remember man. what I did while you were out, yeah. all right, with Finney Smith and Tim Hardaway. Wait, did Tar- I don't think Timmy did play in the playoffs, but with Finney, no. Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, but you better remember what I did, <laughs> bro. I mean, he's he's not sticking around there, man. He is not sticking around there. There's no way. Ain't no way. Ain't no you way. You can't, man. You can't. I don't like. What's the future for Dallas? Because you know, until they don't even have a lot of control, like to trade a, a pick to even get somebody right now, because the Knicks still own that pick, right? Yeah. So you can't even trade this year's pick because you don't even know if you're going to have it yet. That's right. Right? You have to wait until lottery happens, and you're probably better off drafting somebody, and you can't trade next year's pick because if it doesn't convey this this year, as you said, man, it's nice that uh, it would be much better. I, w- I can't wait to the playoffs, man. Yeah. Knicks get the fi- five seed. That's what I need to happen, man. Knicks get the five seed. Knicks are competing in the playoffs. Dallas just reeling. That'll just be, it'll be even greater. It'll be Christmas. It would Christmas be. Christmas in April. It would be. But let's hope that the Knicks even get a first round pick in this year, right? Remember, yeah. their own first round pick belongs to uh, the Blazers. And you brought that up. Now that you brought that up, I got a question for you. If, let's say the worst case scenario happens, because we also got Wizards pick and that doesn't look like it's going to convey. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, you know, the Chicago, Chicago Bulls are, Starting to create a separation right now against the Wizards. So it looks like Chicago will be in the 10th spot for the play-in. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to have the Wizards pick. You traded your pick. The last pick that you're really relying on is the Mavs pick. If you, if, you, if you don't get the Mavs pick this season, how are you feeling? Because then you don't have any first-rounders this year in yeah. what's considered to be a stacked draft. Yeah. Uh, disappointed. D- definitely disappointing. 
But at the same time, it, it, it just seems like the, the immediate upgrade path for this team is going to be via trade anyway. Hmm. And it's going to be a combination of young players and future picks. Yes, having hmm. our pick would, would help. But I'm just not all that sure where this team is right now that they're going to they're gonna be interested in developing somebody unless they're unless it's somebody that's ready to go from day one. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're, they're not going into the draft and getting a shade on sharp type with the way they are right now at, with the team. So it would definitely would be disappointing. You like the hard acquisition. It's nice. Hopefully it delivers in the playoffs. Um, but hey, maybe that Mavs pick conveys next year if it doesn't this year. Yeah, it's all about the talent this season. I don't know what the talent is for next season. Not yeah. not the the a draft guru or anything like that. Yeah. Um, as of right now, the Knicks pick is positioned according to Tankathon to be the twenty third pick. So I don't know who we would get the twenty third pick, but you'd have to believe that if you drafted someone around that range. And I don't know talent. I don't know everyone who's in this draft yet. I'm not in that mode yet. But if it's considered to be deep, and I'm thinking about two years ago when we got Grimes, McBride, and all of them, because that was considered another deep draft. Mm -hmm. Grimes didn't even get a start that year. And he wasn't even getting that many minutes. So I guess for me, I'd be upset, but I wouldn't be too upset because on this team with Tom Thibodeau, they probably wouldn't be getting that much playing time. Probably not. Probably you know? not. Yeah. So, some some food for thought, man. So, to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. CP and Alex on the ones and twos, man. Next weekly episode 53, man. So shout out to the mods in the chat. CM, what's good? Shout out to everybody, man. JJ, what's good? Shout out to, uh, if you guys are new in the chat, leave us a hashtag. New will shout you guys out. Knicks back in action against the Houston Rockets. Uh, then we'll have the Miami Heat. And then the game of the week. A potential NBA playoffs round one matchup against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. So, good to see Knicks basketball back in action, man. No, A whole weekend off with no Knicks, man, is... Is is kind of weird. Strange. Yeah. I would have said it would have been relaxing if it wasn't for my incident, but yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you need it. This this team definitely needed it. So I'll gladly yeah. take the three games off because I don't know if this team was ready. I don't know if Brunson would have been ready either to get back to action so soon. And we really need him. So Yeah. They need it. Could have a little way off. They need it. And then after this, it's uh it's every other day to the finish line. Is it really every other day? It is. It is. If since go back, uh, this week is every other day. It's Monday, Wednesday, yep. Friday, Sunday, and then next, and then next week is three games. Uh, no, sorry, next week is. Uh, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. So they have after Sunday against the Wizards. They'll be off Monday, Tuesday. So they'll have mm-hmm. two games off. Then they go Wednesday, Friday, Sunday next week. Mm. Indiana, New Orleans, Indiana. Wednesday, Friday, Sunday is next week. Okay. So there we go. There Season we go. moved by pretty quickly, bro. Oh, man. Definitely did. Definitely did, man. But, hey, where this team is at, 
there will be more games to be talked about. So that's a great that's thing. Fact. It's a great thing. You just hope that they can uh, they can get there healthy and feeling good about themselves because you don't you don't want to go into the playoffs on a losing streak, you know, soul searching and things like that. They want to go in on on a high note, wrap up the season well, lock in your playoff spot, and take it from there. In, Definitely. Yeah. In other news, um, Daquan Jeffries, Al. The Knicks have signed Daquan Jeffries to a multi-year contract, according to Shams of The Athletic. Breaking news. Jeffries averages 21 points for the Westchester G League affiliate, completed two 10-day deals with the New York Knicks. Do you care? Nick's got to pay somebody, man. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, got to fill out the rotation somehow, man. No, you know, look, he he was, um, I got a chance to watch him in summer league. He was pretty good. He was pretty good. He's definitely had some bright spots. You know, plays hard, works hard. Good for him. He got a contract in the the league. Good for him, you know? No, absolutely. These guys work. It's a lot of effort, man, that's put into the G League to try to make it to an NBA roster. So good for him for doing it. I like some of the little – he's a very – he's a versatile player from what I saw Mm -hmm. in in Summer League. Shown a little bit of that in the G League. I mean, wish the best for him. That's it. Yeah. Simple and play, man. Uh, Let's take a look at these matchups for next week, Al, and give me your – Record predictions, Knicks again. Yes, at home against the <laughs> against the Rockets, at home against the Heat, at the Cleveland Cavaliers, and then home once again against the Washington Wizards. How do you see them doing? Going two and two on the week. Mm, okay. All right. All right. What are you yep. what are you thinking there? I'm thinking Houston and Miami. I feel like they get their revenge mm-hmm. against Miami. Mm-hmm. I feel like they go wake up for that one. Mm-hmm. Something scares me about Cleveland, man. T- the Cleveland's rolling right now. Cleveland is rolling. Cleveland I am not rolling. going to look past that at all. Um Washington's a little funny, man. They're a funny team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 they, they can give us problems. So, no, I'm not too confident in Washington. I'm going to go two mm. and two. I'd like to be surprised, though. I'm going three and one. Oh! Yeah, I'm going three and one. This I'm, man said, you said two and a half earlier, and I yeah. was three? Nah, I'm, I'm going to show you why. I, I, I'm confident. Okay. I'm going like three it. and one, man. I'm, I'm thinking of bounce back week. The floor general is back. I think Julius redeems himself this week. And I picked a Cavs game as the only loss. Okay. You, you, you win the home games, Rockets, Miami, and, uh, and the Wizards. I think the Cavs one is a, t- is a tough one, and I think they lose that one. 3-1. Okay. I like it. We're going through I like one. that. What do Hopefully you guys your record chat? occurs and mine doesn't. Yes. What do, you, what do you guys in the chat think about that, man? Leave us some comments. What is your record prediction? Now, lastly, 
as we uh, get our outro music here going. As this as discussed, Al, we did cross the 60,000 subscriber mark just a couple weeks ago. We're, we're actually creeping up on 61,000. Oh, um, yeah, they, things have been rolling at warp speed here on Next Fan TV. So we decided to give away an authentic Jalen Brunson jersey. And shout out to everyone who entered, man. 7,300 entries out. Woo! 7,300 entries. That's correct. That is correct. And so, it's time to give it away, man. Who wants to win? Does anybody in the chat want to win this Jalen Brunson jersey? Let's see here. I'm pulling up uh, my database. And hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, let me close this. This thing went way out the right side. What happened there? Okay. All right, let's pick a winner here. Okay. 7,300 entries. My database is going slow because it's trying to find a winner out of 7,300. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people, man. It is a lot of people. But there can only be one winner. And that winner is... Congratulations to Matt Vasquez. Matt Vasquez, man. You have won the Jalen Brunson authentic jersey, man. Shout out to Matt Vasquez. Salute to... Uh, salute to everyone who played. There will be more winners. There will be more opportunities to win. But there is only one Matt Vasquez, and he is going home with the Jalen Brunson authentic Knicks jersey. So shout out to Matt, man. Shout out to Matt. Shout out to Matt for winning an authentic Jalen Brunson jersey. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Captain Clutch jersey to put in Captain to your Clutch. closet. Captain or maybe Clutch. Hopefully, or hopefully hang it. Yeah, hopefully, man. So shout out to Matt Vasquez. And uh, yeah, man, great show, Al. Great show, everybody. Great show, all the mods. Back at it tomorrow. Same time, same place for Knicks Postgame Live, man. Knicks versus Rockets. Let's see if they can bounce back. Let's see if they can they bounce need back, it. man. They need it. They need it. Uh, remember that the show's available in audio podcast format, man. All the major podcast platforms, so no reason to miss it. And uh, go to manscaped.com. Use promo code KFTV for 20% off plus free shipping. All right, man. I got to get some sleep, man. I'm out of here. I've been traveling all day. Came in from Austin. And uh, yeah, it's time, time for me to... Time for me to Regroup and recover and get back to action tomorrow, man. So, Al, great show. See you guys tomorrow, man.